Hey guys, welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. Got a bit of a new idea for this one. I'm going to go through TikTok. I've just searched how to start a podcast. Going to look for some podcast advice from other creators. And between us, we'll give some feedback. You'll give your first thoughts on it. And then I'll expand on it and probably make it really controversial. Great. Deal. Cool. First one is this one. I've been podcasting for two years now. And here's everything I wish I'd have known before I started. First up, you should not just pick any generic name. I would really sit on the name until you think of something super unique. A big part of podcasting is word of mouth referrals. So people telling other people to listen to your podcast. So you need to have a good name so people can remember what your show's called. This will also help with making a name. For- I agree that word of mouth is a big part, definitely an underrated part of podcasting marketing. I don't know. Depends what she means by sit on it. If you're there six months later and you haven't started because of your name. Such a reason to procrastinate, oh, isn't it? Honestly, yeah. I need the perfect name. Well, what's the perfect name? Because you might think it's great and then your audience will be like, that's shit. Also, unlike social channels, you can change your name. A lot of people do change your name, do rebrand. It's a really good chance to do a marketing push to change your name, right? So to nail your name, two to four words, does exactly what it says on the tin. No, nothing too clever. Nothing that's filled with jargon. Because again, with word of mouth, it needs to be easy to say and to remember. But also, if people are searching for certain problems or pain points on Apple or Spotify, your show needs to come up because it's related to the content. If it's really clever and it's like um, like a pun, then it's n- probably not related to the problem that I'm going to be searching for. For sure. She actually elaborates on the point a little bit more. Let me play, play the rest of it with making a name for the listeners that you have call her daddy daddy gang armchair expert arm cherries things like that next thing i would not just pick any mic so talking about having names for your listeners based on a good name i feel like that's a such a far in the future thing it's like oh when i get look at the size of call her daddy right so you have a name for your listeners is such a you're a massive show already don't be wasting time thinking about oh but when i'm this size because you probably change your name by then anyway right it's pointless, it makes no difference, and it is like, you're not a fortune teller, so how yeah. are you going to know? Joe exactly. Rogan doesn't have a name for his audience. Yeah, absolutely. Thing I would not just pick any mic, I would spend hours researching what the best mics are, making sure I know how to use them, because people will not listen to bad audio. Do you know how many times I've listened to a podcast and turned it off because their audio was so bad? More than once, so make sure you do your research on the audio. I would not start a podcast without... Most microphones are the same. As long as it's a dynamic microphone and you use it correctly, and you plugged it in correctly... And if you're using something like a Zoom P4 or a Rodecaster Pro that your levels are correct, you're fine. I completely agree with the point on the bad audio. We just done an episode on this. Well, not specifically just on that, but audio is vital. It's really important. It sounds good. She makes a great point. If you get someone to come listen to it and it sounds shit, they're going to leave, right? But you don't need to spend hours researching it. Literally just dynamic microphones. Here you go. If you want to spend a bit more money, sure, SM7B. If you want to go Joe Rogan, it's probably too much money. If not, check out Samson, S-A-M-S-O-N. Dynamic microphones, 50 to 100 pounds. The Q2U you're... is one that a lot of the podcasters we work with use. They all work the same. XLR cable or USB into some sort of recorder. That, that's how you use it. Don't spend hours doing that. It's pointless. I would not start a podcast without listening to other podcasts first. Seems really obvious, but for a lot of people, I've listened to their podcasts and you can tell that they have never listened to a podcast before because there's no structure, there's no flow, and it just seems a little chaotic. Go to the iTunes top charts, find the top podcasts, and just listen to them. Don't copy their structure completely, but just get some inspo because it really helps. Fourth thing I would not do is thing I would not do is pick anyone to co-host my podcast with. This is a big one. You need to pick someone that you have good dynamics with that you can rely on. Huge, because you guys are gonna be podcasting most likely every week. This 
this person reliable? Do they bring something to the table that you don't have, like a talent or a skill? Choose wisely because you cannot unchoose who you start a podcast with. Last thing I wouldn't do is to be perfect. I feel like that those two points kind of two into one, really good points. Completely agree with what she's saying. Um, I suggest it to a lot of people who usually the conversation is they've just joined one of our courses. The course is in like a month's time. I'm like, what should I do beforehand? I'm like, find other podcasters that are going to be similar to you. Listen to what they do, get inspiration, right? Like she said, don't copy. But if someone's really successful in your niche already, that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing there's someone you could potentially collaborate in, with in the future. And it's also a way for you to see, well, what are they doing? Because that clearly works, right? Why do their audience love them so much? So listen to other podcasters in your space. I really like that advice. And the co-hosting is also a very good point. I don't think it necessarily just has to be in your niche. I think having a breadth of different podcasts. So I listen to some that are solo scripted, some that are interviews, some that are like comedy, and you just get a breadth of ideas. And then you can take things from other people. Because chances are, if you only look at people within your niche, everyone's doing a similar thing. So everyone's looking at the same like biggest creators. And they might avoid or neglect something that is really interesting from, say, a comedy podcast where you think, oh, well, that's nothing to do with my educational, but you might learn something that you could do and that'll be unique within your niche. Also, don't listen to ones from famous people. So listen to really popular podcasts from people that aren't famous or weren't before podcasting, right? Because famous people have a head start and half the time their shows are crap. So listen to someone who has built their brand through podcasting yes because that's where it's been the content and the marketing that's gotten to where they are guys your first episodes aren't gonna be perfect but you need to put them out there you need to publish them don't let perfectionism stop you you have no idea how to start a podcast my co-host and i just dropped i completely agree with what she's saying she said spend ages picking your microphone spend ages picking your name take your time picking a co-host but launch now (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't wait it's a bit contradictory (laughs) i agree with the point but it is contradictory Last thing I wouldn't do is to be perfectionist, guys. Your first episodes aren't going to be perfect, but you need to put them out there. You need to publish them. Don't let perfectionism stop you. If you have no idea how to start a podcast, my co-host and I just dropped a podcast Bible. It's literally everything we've learned in the past two plus years of podcasting. It has everything from what equipment to choose, how to monetize your podcast, how to build community. It's linked to my bio, but happy podcasting. Go start. Good call to action. Like it. Smooth. Um, but yeah, no, it's agree with that point because it disagrees with a couple of the other ones. Get started you can take that too far and literally go, right, What well, I need some artwork. Here's a selfie. Um, let me just record into my phone. Like, don't get started that quickly. Still make sure it sounds good because people will always go back to your first episode. So if you can, make sure it sounds good, but don't let, oh, will anyone listen to me? Or like, I'm not sure if the content's amazing. Stop you from starting. For sure. Let's find another, another one. If you ever wanted to start a podcast, you're in luck because I'm spilling all the beans on how I started mine. Not That Serious was born earlier this year when I realized that I wanted my podcast to be about, well, something not that serious. If you have an idea or a theme for your show, I say go for it. Even if it's been done before or talked about, no one's going to do it the exact same way. So just do it is my first piece of advice. My podcast is available. Yes, in the sense that don't let other people doing the same thing put you off because there's way more listeners compared to creators than other channels, right? But also don't be super vague. This is giving me the idea of like, oh, you want to talk to interesting people? Other people do it? Do it anyway. No, you're going to... You do it if you don't really care about results, but if you're trying to do it as a business or to like grow your personal brand, it's good to spend a little bit of time coming up with your niche, your ideal listener, more specific, but then don't be put off by other creators in that space. What do you think? I agree. 
I think most people that might listen to that clip are probably going to be like, oh, I want to do like a comedy podcast with my friends, right? And we'd like, right, fine. But that's going to be very, very hard for you to stand out. And yes, no one's done it like you, but then you kind of need to have like the X factor. A lot of these more entertainment podcasts, you just have to be like that guy. Like you just have to be entertaining and that, and I get what she's saying. You know, there's not going to be another you, 100% true, but you might be a bit boring. In which case, <laughs> like, and I, I know that's ironic, but at least like, our content is super niche to the topic, not really broad. So then that sort of overrides that. It doesn't really matter. I can be a bit boring, but there's no one creating content like this. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't be put off by other people in the same space, but be more niche for sure. Quick on that. If you look, a lot of people that are doing the same thing, I bet if you click through to Apple or Spotify, that the podcast is probably dead. They're probably not actually creating any more content. They might have launched it in like 2020. There is another the podcasters podcast actually, but they haven't done anything in ages. Damn. They had decent SEO though because they do occasionally rank above us when you search in Google. I'm like, well, that's annoying because they haven't done anything for two years. But they were obviously half decent at what they yeah. were doing. But interesting, not yeah. anymore. <laughs> My podcast is available on Spotify and Apple because of Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting platform that distributes your podcast for you to all the places you can imagine, but most importantly, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really comes in clutch because it tells you all your analytics and anything you need to know, and I highly recommend going through Anchor if you're just starting out. So does every other podcast platform. Is that an ad? No. Anchor sucks. Use (laughs) Acast. There's so many things wrong with Anchor, like... On the high end, they've like placed ads on like bigger creators' platforms without telling them or paying them. Their Spotify is trying to consolidate podcasting into one singular platform, and they want to try and own it, like YouTube. I noticed I saw some analytics from someone who hosted on Anchor, and their Spotify percentage was way higher than our Apple, which is unusual. So mm. don't know if that's them pushing out Spotify more or withdrawing it from Apple more. But yeah, I, that's I'm a not sign. a fan of Anchor at all. I would go for Acast. We use Omni Studio as an enterprise. I don't know anybody who's like professional in podcasting that actually rates Anchor. Honestly, this is one of those things as well. Just watch a couple of YouTube videos comparing them. Make your yeah. decision. Each one has different benefits, but don't just see this and be like, oh, I'm going to use Anchor then. There are a few. I mean, you, we could say the same. Like We've just told you to use Acast. Do a little bit of research. Watch a couple of YouTube videos. You'll get an idea for all of them, right? It's yeah. not that complicated. I also upload my podcast on YouTube and I can do a whole other video on that as well. When it comes to ideas and formatting, I'm genuinely not the most organized, so I keep a running list of a bunch of ideas and topics that fit the overall theme of my show in my notes app. I encourage everyone to keep a running list, especially one you can reference often when that inspiration strikes. Physically record my podcast. And- That's a good idea. I like that. Just writing notes down for ideas. Doesn't have to be specific. Doesn't have to be organized. Just like, oh, I had this idea. Putting it in your notes. I think that's really good. Yeah, I have a notes if um it's something that i want to do my own content but if it's us then we have a slack channel where we just message each other as and when we get inspiration i agree with that and i used to edit in there too before i added the visual element so now i edit in final cut and i export the video version for youtube and the audio version for anchor i use the sony zv1 yeah final cut us and our editors use the adobe suite it's fine i mean i don't really know about um iMovie, I wouldn't use that. She used Garage GarageBand for the audio. That's probably fine. If you're using video, then I would use like a proper software, not like a random third-party free iPhone app. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of it's on equipment, which is boring. Here's six steps to start a podcast with your smartphone. Beginner edition. Step one, you need to determine your show type. Is this going to be an interview-based show? Is it going to be a solo podcast? Are you going to have co-hosts or a group of friends? 
I'll make a full list and it can be such a slow talker. It can be all of them. Yeah. No. So I I do like the idea like determine like the concept leaning into that more so yeah. than what are you talking about and who are you talking to is yeah. important. But we do interviews solo and most of the time with co-hosts. All of them work. It keeps it interesting for your audience. They all get really good views. Like you don't need to pigeonhole yourself into one. And the biggest reason is consistency. Because if you're not here, I know I can do a solo episode. If we were committed to doing guests all the time, then it would just be a churn. Probably wouldn't enjoy it because you're always trying to get guests. Most of the time, we just find a question, answer it, the two of us. You know, having variety in the type of content you create makes it so much easier for me. For sure. Make a full list in the future. Step two, you need to download the Anchor app, create an account. <laughs> Step three, name your podcast. What, what is, what, why, I guess it's because it's Spotify and people think Spotify is the biggest listening platform. It might be in other countries, but I know here in the UK, it's definitely Apple, right? No, I think like, we have over 100 live clients, like tens of millions of listeners, and 85% of all of those listeners come on Apple. So I don't know, some people say Spotify is the biggest, but I think you're right, it might be certain regions. I think Anchor's just the most well-known. Well it is, company. yeah. That's just why. Name your podcast and write a show description. Step four, use Canva and make show art and then upload it to Anchor. Step five. I mean, Canva's a good way to start, but honestly, if it costs you 10 quid... I'd get a designer to do yeah, it. Yeah, if spend, depending on your budget, is how much you spend, but even getting a it's like ten pound guy or fiver to do it would probably be better than doing it yourself unless you have experience. In that you should place. really you should spend fifty pounds one off to get if you're serious about your podcast, spend fifty quid, get it done really well with a couple of amendments. Cause you're not gonna change it, right? You might change it a few years down the line. I'm okay with that if you rebrand. But don't just like slap it together on camera if you haven't got a clue. Mm-hmm. Step five record and edit your podcast directly from the anchor app. And then step six publish no, no. This, i understand why this is for, for beginners now yeah um yeah th- don't do that no get a proper software like we use the adobe suite so then you've got um audition you've got um photoshop, photoshop. jesus do you know I mean? you've literally yeah you've got all of them for audio the video and design it's all in one subscription i think that's probably easier yeah you gotta remember our content is we talk about podcasts and using it to like great business or whatever. This guy, I think, is just kind of like, oh, if you just want to start one and get one out there. Yeah. But this is no way to start a podcast if you have intentions of it being a successful or an income stream, right? I'm going to move on to the next one. Here's the easiest way for you to start a podcast. Now, this is a four-step process. First, you're going to need to set up a podcast hosting account online. You can use a company like Buzzsprout or Libsyn. It'll cost less than $20. I don't like Libsyn. I think it's a bit confusing. Really? Um, yeah, it's just a bit harder to use. Um, but yeah, just glad he didn't say anchor. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Next, choose your podcast topic and keep the recording process simple. This is super important because you want the episode to be easy to edit. Next, you're going to want to choose how. You- yeah, if you haven't got an editor and you're doing it yourself, make sure it is simple. I know we've had people before, like when they make mistakes, they'll put a marker on the recording. Yeah, it makes it easier to the edit. Long pauses are great because then you can just see that in the recording and you just shorten it rather than stumbling through things because then it's much harder to sort of put that together neatly edit the episode i would recommend getting started with a simple editor like descript descript makes it easy to edit your episode especially if you don't have any technical skills around editing lastly you're going to upload your episode descript's okay i do think you have to pay for it after a certain amount essentially it transcribes it and you can edit it 
from the words. You can literally highlight the words and delete it, and it'll delete it from the audio track. That's fine. It's quite interesting, and then you can use that as part of your show notes. So I'm actually not mad with that. that. Mm -hmm. Upload your episode to the hosting service that you set up in step one. This will then publish your episode to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the rest. Yeah, simple. There is one point I want to make. So many people don't publish to Apple. They're like, oh yeah, it's an extra step to set up Apple. That's where everyone listens. Yeah. Like, make sure it's on Apple um, because it doesn't always automatically just send it to Apple. You need to make sure that's set up a bit differently, I believe. Yeah, you'd need to do it through Apple Connect. Right, so yeah. That's you do it the, once and then it's done. Exactly. Don't be lazy and not put it on Apple. That's the most important step, right? Uh, should we have one more? Yep. Searched up on Google how to start a podcast. By the end of that day, I'd, I'd gone and bought some pretty cheap equipment, recorded a couple episodes and submitted it to Apple. Yeah. And as soon as it went live, like literally since then, I put out an episode a week. <laughs> the first couple of months, like the numbers. Well done. Yeah. I bought some cheap equipment, started recording and posted it consistently it takes people six months to do that because they're still thinking of their name yeah <laughs> this kind of went you know obviously starting at zero they grew to maybe like 500 downloads or whatever mm. and then it just completely plateaued for like nearly 12 months so obviously so that's very i normal. see that all the time so when you launch your podcast normally around the two to three month mark you will see maybe a slight dip or a plateau for a little while it's completely normal now we have a launch and relaunch process to help spike that multiple times throughout the year normally every three to six months or also adding video to repurpose content doing some sort of competition to incentivize people to go and listen and in return of something that is completely normal for podcasters and that's why most give up within 20 episodes because they're like oh hasn't grown in two months three months like yeah well that's completely normal See, at that stage, it's really easy to then go, well, this is a waste of time. But I just knew, again, well, if I put out good, valuable content, build relationships with good guests, stayed consistent with it, and then, you know, now the show's had, like, over four and a half million downloads, and, and we're getting... I like, like this guy. Yeah. This, it, it, this is just proven to say it works, right? Just be consistent. 500 downloads you got, and you didn't say if that was per episode. That might have been total. Yeah. So, like, for a year, he's just stuck with it with consistent content, because remember... If someone's discovering you, someone discovers us now on this episode, 107, 100, well, it's probably about 110, but we've got 100 episodes of what we think is at least consistent, well, since I've been here, so uh, <laughs> maybe 60 episodes of good content, so at least that people can go back and then listen to the whole thing, right? Oh, for sure. Consistency is key, and like two prime examples right now, Chris Williamson from Modern Wisdom, Alex Hormozy, both of them have said it took them four years before they finally got traction in their fifth year. And they are two of the, literally in the last 12 months, they have both blown up massively across all channels. They were podcasting for four years before they really saw success. Now, if they'd, you know, been told, they might have accelerated that if they actually knew what they were doing. But if you've got good content and you're consistent, a lot of the other stuff doesn't matter. You don't need all the tricks and hacks because that really, at the end of the day, is the thing that's actually important. I'm showing up every week and I'm providing value. Absolutely. And we get in, I think it's like 70 to 100,000 downloads a month. I've learned so many lessons from podcasting. Do you do solo podcasts as well? Yeah. I would have the whole f***ing episode written in my notes. <laughs> so the episode would go for like <laughs> six to eight minutes, right? <laughs> reading off the script. So this guy, to clarify, started his podcast in a day, right? He, go he Googled some equipment, got some cheap equipment. Must have came up with a name straight away, recorded some episodes, and within a day, his podcast was live. And now... 
give it what a year two down the line he's getting 100,000 100, downloads per episode and he's doing interviews and solo content which keeps it interesting for him and his audience helps you stay consistent because you're not always reliant on the same type of content all the time huge growth I like this guy yeah good stuff I feel like that's a good way to finish till next time adios <laughs>